Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. Ted Jones, I also call him the eighth wonder of the real estate world. Ted Jones, who knows, you know, it could be... Ted Jones? The Ted Jones World Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 58 of the Ted Jones World Podcast. I am your host and a familiar face on the couch here with me. Julio Gallerati, New York City comedian. How are you, sir? What's up, dude? Dude, I feel bad actually calling you a New York City comedian because you're a man who has done comedy all over the world, quite frankly. Comedian of the world. Dude, um, L.A. for the most part, I'd say it goes maybe it goes to New York, then you've done L.A. the second most. And then what about your African comedy debut, man? That happened a few years ago. Talk a little bit about that. Uh, all right. Um, I'm actually impressed also that you know the places where I've performed. The first and second most... He is accurate. Okay. Maybe um, maybe not the third most, though. No, no. Well, I mean, you didn't even say the third most. So I think you're good. But, all right, for Africa, um, that's a whole long story. But I, I ended up going over there, connecting with, the, with these uh, comedians over there, and doing a show. And the show, I, don't, I didn't do that well on the show. You mean the actual, like, comedy show itself yeah. in Africa? On the actual comedy show. Like, I kind of started okay. I was talking about like my experience there and stuff and like it was going all right. And then I kind of just started losing them and I just never got them back. And then I I did like 10 minutes and, you know, I think maybe they were thinking I was going to do longer. I don't really know, but I, like, I don't think I did that well. I think that if you ask them, they would say that it was a disappointment. What do you mean? Their like first the, the American comedy <laughs> act was a disappointment. The I crowd think. in general, do you think it was like a lost in translation not, sort I, of I, thing? I, maybe. Like, I hope so. <laughs> um I also think that, like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't get, I didn't grab them that night. Um, I'm sure that maybe there's, like, a style difference, some maybe, but it, it shouldn't have to be like that. Like, I should be able to theoretically go and do well there. You know what I mean? Like, they, they understand, they understood. Like, English is, like, the, basically the primary language mm -hmm. where I was. Uh, so, you know, it was on me. I mean, I was doing a lot of other stuff that week. I guess I wasn't really thinking about the show. We were shooting something. And when the show came around, whatever, yeah, I just, I just didn't do that well. So in terms of like doing comedy in Africa, definitely a foreign thought for most comedians, I would think. You went to R Rwanda, correct? Mm -hmm. And you said you were shooting something. Mm -hmm. So kind of uh, let us in on what were you shooting when you I were over so there? So I don't really, I like don't really want to jinx it mm -hmm. because it's still kind of uh, in development. Yeah, the, sh the shooting special, the you stuff mean. that we were shooting, yeah. Okay. But we, had, we were just kind of, you know, filming and everything and... Uh, Hanging out with the guys over there, guys and girls, and it was fun, man. It was like, it was cool. You know, it's cool to visit a, a place where uh, people, where you can hang out with people who are from there. Obviously, and it goes without saying, but like, especially in places that kind of feel unfamiliar, right? Um, you know, and I would argue definitely where we were in Africa was definitely something like that. I think most of the quote unquote, you know, like tourist, not even quote unquote, most of the tourists who go there, they do like shit the tourists do you know they go to the fucking they go to the genocide museum they go to the mountains they go on safaris they don't like hang out in the city you know what i mean we were just like hanging out in the city and like going out and going out drinking and like getting burritos and shit it was right like, like playing ps4 or whatever yeah we were playing video games like it was just like a very normal it's like what i would do here Right, you know, which so is cool. Would you would you say that like well, since this was a couple of years ago, before the time of COVID, would this be a trip that is even possible for anyone to like do nowadays, like with masks and everything? So it's interesting that you say that. I was looking because I want to try to maybe travel somewhere this fall, 
Dude, you you got the travel bug, man. Last time you were on the podcast was the ten episodes. We were just talking about your road trip through eleven states, freaking how many miles? Six thousand miles, just all over the place. But sorry, go ahead. No, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah, so I did obviously a lot of road tripping this summer. It was fun, um, but I was thinking that I would love to go to the Caribbean at some point in the winter. Oh. And so, dude, so there on the U.S. whatever site, whatever site it is, I have it on my phone actually. Um, but there's a list of how every every single country's rules based for COVID for America or for just in Americans general? going there. <laughs> I'm serious. There's a li- w- how every single country handles it in the world. And, and what so you- so a lot of countries. I didn't look too much into like Europe or whatever. A lot of those countries have rules where Americans aren't allowed to go at all. But on, on a lot of the places in the Caribbean, specifically, that's the only place I looked. But almost all of them, you either just had to have a COVID test within 72 hours of arriving or literally within seven days, which is great. So literally, you could just go to urgent care, get a test for free, wait, you know, two, three days, get your results and you can go. And then also, sorry, I heard this on your podcast. You had gotten a COVID test and then didn't even get the results back like 11 days later. Like this was a couple months ago. Okay, so, so I have some good COVID test content. Give it, give it all to us. Bro. I got good stuff for you guys. Spitball and baby. TJW. Um, so dude, uh, I went to Alaska, obviously. Well, sorry, just, I well, guess, I guess go, g- go back to the, go back to the, oh, uh, sorry, sorry. getting, uh, into countries like Americans getting into Caribbean and such gotcha. places like that. No, no. So, so basically, I mean, I, I said everything I had to say about that, but, but then I, you were, what you were talking about when I got back to the city after having been in Chicago, I think, uh, yeah. I kind of felt bad. It was like earlier in the summer and I felt bad just going home. Because I live with people at home and like <laughs> right. they, you know, just to be a homie, I was like, I'll just get a COVID test, whatever. Uh-huh. So I stayed in my girlfriend's sister's apartment. She, she isn't there right now. And I got, I got a test and literally I didn't get it back. I didn't get the results back for 15 days. That is crazy. What's the point of even getting a test? That is nuts, nuts man. Right. So, so then I, uh, I was going to Alaska and they have, they have pretty strict rules about COVID tests if you're going to Alaska. So one of the things that they make you do. You have to get a PCR test. There's two different tests, apparently. I didn't know this until I was looking into this. You need a PCR test. You need to have taken it within 72 hours of arriving in Alaska. What does PCR mean? It's, there's two different tests. One of them is an antigen test, and that's not antibody. Antigen test and a PCR test. PCR test is the only one approved by the FDA. And they're both for COVID? They're both for COVID. They're okay. both, I think, as far as I know, they're both accurate. You get the, the thing stuck up your nose both times. I think there's different ways you can do them both, but I think both of those you can do it with the nose. So I go to L.A. Um, I, I had been and so I road trip to L.A. And then from L.A. I was going to fly to Alaska. So since I was in Colorado, I'm road tripping. It's like I wasn't going to be able to get a test. So the, that one day I had in L.A. was going to be the only day I could get a test. Mm-hmm. So I was like, right, I'm going to bang this out. I'm going to get it. Found a place where there were rapid tests because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but it's hard to find a rapid test. Like if you search rapid test, it's just like the Google search result is just like flooded. It's with all bullshit. like ads. It's and just all like crap. it's impossible to find a spot. Right. So it's like. I was asking around, and I found I found a place. So I paid like 125 bucks, which is a lot. Yeah, that is a lot to get a rapid test. Uh-huh. I get it, boom, done, great, ready to go. Then I'm like, fuck, what kind of test is this? And I look, and I realize that it was an antigen test. It was not a PCR test. So I was like, fuck. I was like, do I want to risk it? I'm like, you know, what? Like, what if I get to Alaska and then? And I had the plans to fly the next day once I was in Alaska to another part of Alaska. 
And if they, like, made me quarantine at the airport, if I had the wrong test, like, I wouldn't be able to do any of that. You know what's also weird, side note, how, like, Alaska, I guess, just seems to have its own rules, even though it's part of the U.S., but it's so freaking far away from, what, Washington State, Oregon? What's, like, the... Washington, but then can't... There's, like... And I, I always forget this, but it's, like, Washington State, Canada, and then at the top left part of Canada is Alaska. If you're, like, you know, to, to kind of draw it out with words. But... But yeah, so they're stricter just because, you know, whatever. They don't want they to be affected. They're not part of the continental U.S. Anyway, I'm like, fuck it. I don't want to risk it. I'm just going to get a PCR test also. So then I, I looked around. I found a place that was 250 bucks rapid test. Jesus. Like, you get your results by midnight. And I was like, all right, fuck, whatever. Uh-huh. So I do it, get the test, negative. And my buddy who I was going with got an antigen test also. And he's like, whatever, I'm going to risk it. So, you know, we get to the airport, like, <laughs> drum roll. Uh. And I told him already, I was like, dude, upload your shit to the portal. And then there's, like, a portal, like, you a traveler's portal, where you tell them everything about your trip, you upload your test, that's it. And then when you get to the airport, there are these little cubicles with kind of, like, uh, medical workers stationed there who check you in. They check all your shit, make sure you did what you had to do. So all these fucking dummies are standing <laughs> there with their phones, like, oh, portal, what fucking portal? And we just kind of ble- breeze right through. We get to our station. The woman literally just looks at my thing for two seconds, sees that I uploaded a file to the portal. Doesn't look to see what it is. Just sees that I uploaded a file. And it's like, all right, you're good to go. Enjoy. I could have literally just drawn a picture of me, a smiley face, as my test. You know what I mean? And it would have been fine. Like, I feel like these days, people who are trying to um, navigate, like, through the coronavirus mix, like, in terms of when people are checking your temperature at the gym, People are actually giving you the test in general. Nobody really even knows what the hell to do. I know. I just feel like people are like, eh, you know, you're probably fine. You know, the the rate isn't that high. Or I mean, it guess it, it depends where you are, but chances are you usually w- will be good. But what ended up happening to you on that trip? Had a smooth sailing time? Or so, what? so interesting you, you ask. So when I was on the second leg of the flight, so it, was, it wasn't a direct. We flew to Seattle, and then from Seattle, we flew to Anchorage. And while I'm on the plane, I get it. So we were, uh, we were planning to go to the Arctic. We were going to go to this town called Barrow. And now, and now it's called Ukiatvik or something. Like I had to literally look online how to say that. It's spelled like U-Q-T, like whatever. So I'm like, assu- I'm presumably like native name or something. So the northernmost city, I think, in the world. And we were just going to go to say we were up there. And like there were all these like silly restaurants, like little restaurants with like silly names. There's only three hotels. One was closed, other one was booked, and there was, like, one room available, basically, in the whole city. We got it, right? While I'm on the plane, I get an email from the hotel being like, please don't come to our little town. Please don't. Please don't come. Do you think this is, like, a mass email or just to you? Just to me, dude. They're like, please don't come to our little town. Our, our little town has been ravaged by, by covid a please, there are new rules about essential travel. This is like a personal email, like, yes. Julie, dear Julio Gallerati. Please don't come to our town. Oh, my God. So I looked, what? I looked, and there actually was not a COVID outbreak, according to the official statistics on uh-huh. Google. So I was kind of like, and then this kid who we met up in, in Alaska was saying that, like, those little towns had been doing that. They'd been, like, lying about COVID outbreaks to prevent people from coming. Right. And he was like, yeah, maybe it's because they're just, like, the hospital isn't nearby or something. It's just there's such a small population that like it could, they're like all worried and shit. So I, I mean, I don't want to go to a place where they don't want me, even if I could theoretically pull it off, you know. So I just didn't go, um, and we canceled the hotel and we just like made other plans. But in a, in in the same kind of town area in Alaska, no, we we were unable to travel to the Arctic, unfortunately. 
But we kind of just stayed then from Anchorage. There's one paved road in Alaska. It goes north to Fairbanks, and then it goes south to Seward. And these are all cities that I had not heard of. Um, But that's kind of like the basic, easy first time in Alaska trip that you can take. You can rent a car. You can drive because the rental companies won't let you drive on dirt roads. And there's a lot of fucked up dirt roads in Alaska. Um, so right. What was that? What's that show called? Ice Road Truckers. Oh yeah. When they just have eighteen wheelers going on like narrow. Um, I don't even know what is it. Narrow mountainside roads. Yeah. Just crazy is shit. It in like Alaska. That. Yeah. That's crazy. With, like, chain wheels and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and it's just super scary. Yeah, dude. I don't know. History Channel has some pretty scary shows. So, Julio <laughs> talking talking about moving around through COVID, um, you know, regarding just traveling and such, man. But um, I know you have a you have a comedy show this weekend, uh, New York Comedy Club, on Sunday, and that is an outdoor show. So, ha- is that what's been happening in New York, L.A.? Is that happening everywhere? I mean, yes. until people can go inside? So, some places there's indoor comedy. At like twenty five percent, like in New York City. I or? mean, no, like there's no indoor comedy in New York City, but like in other states, it's it's a state by state thing. So. Dude, well, I saw something crazy. Um, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, just like signed off on the Dolphins this Sunday to be playing a game. I don't know who they're playing against. Um, NFL, Miami Dolphins are playing a game, and the governor said that all sixty five thousand people are allowed to show up wow. in attendance. So, um, the guy could be a genius, as I said last week. Also could be a moron. I don't know. We'll see what's going on. Because, like, in New York City, there have been cluster close downs. Um, Hasidic Jews are not happy. Borough Park. Um, I don't know. What's another Hasidic Jew place over there in Brooklyn? You're a big, you're a big Brooklyn guy. Yes, sure. Williamsburg. They're very pissed off. Um, not happy about wearing the masks. Um, and even the ones who were wearing masks, like the Hasidic Jews were, who were wearing masks, they were wearing, like, Trump, Pence masks. And then, like, Hasidic Jews for Donald Trump oh, on their mask. Yeah, dude, super interesting. Even though Donnie T got COVID, um, you know, he's a warrior. So, obviously, he beat it. Or so far, he's beating it. It's crazy. Donnie T was like, it's not even that bad. Like, you know, I would have survived if I didn't go to the hospital. You know, the way he talks and shit. But um, I don't know, man. The guy has really the, the guy has really impressed me. The fact that karma has not hit this guy harder. Well, I mean, dude, he, of all, I read a list today of all the foreign leaders who've gotten COVID. He's had it close to the worst of any of them. But one, one has, one leader has died. I forget who it was and I forget what, oh, it was, it was a president of Burundi died from COVID. Where is that a country? A country in Africa? That is the only, uh, that's the only leader who has died from COVID. Um, and Trump got it really bad. Almost the rest of them, like no one really even had to go to the hospital. Now, how Boris you, Johnson how you, had it pretty bad. How are you deeming Trump getting it really bad? The doctor is like vaguely saying what happened, and then he no, had to go to the he, hospital. He, his oxygen levels dropped, and they put him on a <laughs> yeah, respirator. Twice he had that's to be on that's a respirator. having it bad, right? That's and then bad, also, dude, when he did that, symptoms. when he did that dramatic uh, mass takeoff when he was oh, on yeah. like the, the what was it, the patio or the porch right, right. of the White House, he was like. <laughs> I didn't watch that, but that's <laughs> it's pretty bad. He's he breathing just, heavy, yeah, dude. The guy's look, he, the guy just walked up five steps. He eats McDonald's <laughs> every day. Like Does he? Dude, well, he loves. He said he loves fast loves food. Loves McDonald's. Right? I I can't remember if it was last year or the college football national championship game before that. Uh, the Clemson Tigers won the national championship, and he just had all the Clemson Tiger, the Clemson University in South Carolina. They won the national football uh, title, and he had all the players come to the White House and he was just serving Big Macs. Oh, that's funny. Just bought like 200 Big Macs and then was just serving it uh, <laughs> to the team. But I mean, 
it's interesting to see how every state, every country is kind of dealing with COVID because um, everyone is definitely doing it uh, very differently. Like New Zealand, super in the clear, obviously, because they have a woman leader and women, man, women, man, are definitely more, <laughs> I'd say, like s- solid mind. Better in times know? of crisis. Yes. Yeah, yes. Sure, more right. calm and, you know, don't just think with their ego. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for example, you and I, big uh, fans of tennis, of course, and the French Open is on right now. It looks like more and more people are kind of going to the matches as time goes on. But the women's final this weekend, men's final this weekend, too. Uh, We got to watch it. Yes, bro. I got to pick your brain, and I got to ask you who's winning the men's tourney and who's taking the women's title. I mean, Kennan's going to win the women's. Kennan, Sophia Kennan's going to. So how old is Sophia Kennan right now? She's 21. She's 21, and she just won the Australian Open, actually. And back she won in the U.S. Uh, Open as well, right? January. No. She didn't? She's only won the didn't, Australian? Didn't Naomi Osaka win the U.S. Yeah, Open? Yeah, you might be right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought she won two times. Right? One of those two. No, I think this, is, this, would, be, this would be her second one. Gotcha. But um, a, a dream match final on the men's side would be Novak Djokovic versus Rafael Nadal. Who do you have there? Joko. That's crazy you have Joko because if Nadal were to win that match or if he does win that match, I don't know you guys are listening right now and you already know the result, but that would be, or that is Nadal's 100th win at the French Open. So and I his can, 20th Grand Slam. I, I can't see Nadal losing his 100th match at the um, the French Open, man. I don't know. You, you know what? Whenever Julio makes this, fa- makes this face and I say something that could be controversial, I smell a bet coming. It's like, you want to uh, put five bucks put, on I'll it? I'll put cash on this. Do, do, All right, us? You and I? Yeah. All right, let's put a, f- a solid five gentlemen's bet there. All right, I so I got, I got five on Rafa. I mean, I don't even have odds. I'd say that's a good... Well, but no, but Djokovic has the odds in Vegas. Djokovic will, Slight will be the underdog. Or he's the no, favorite. no, no. Djokovic is the favorite, oh, which gotcha. is crazy. It's not crazy, and this is why. Why? I, Nadal, is, he doesn't look his best. He, he looks good, but like he doesn't look his best. It's also cold. It's cold, and that's the thing, too. His like ball the, isn't the, as like, heavy. Right, because the French Open is usually played. June. Um, yeah, like late May, early June, and now they're playing it at the you know end of September, like middle of degrees. October. Like, no joke. It was 80 degrees at when they originally are playing it, and now it's like 50 degrees. Like, even your boy Nadal is wearing the spandex, and you never see Nadal right. really mixing up his outfit, you know, because he's very ritual uh, regimented. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see who wins, man. But I'm also ready for – I don't want to say I'm ready for the top three to slowly retire and move away from the game because I love Fed, and I can't wait till Fed hopefully comes he's back. He's playing the for, Australian. The Australian, right? But the Australian is in, right, but it's in January, so I mean October. Well, you know, you're right. It is. I was thinking French Open I was know. back in May, but yeah, it's only only two months. Uh, Fed got a little knee surgery, but I'm I'm praying for Fed, man. And I can't have anyone take more Grand Slam titles than Roger Federer. That would just be a travesty to the sport of tennis. So we got to get some of these young guns winning a few more Grand Slams. But who's going to be number one in the world in five years? No, no. Come on. Well, I, I'm asking you. So who do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't either. I would like to think like a guy like Dominic Team, you know, could potentially be an, a number one player. But and he's what, 28? I, yeah, he I is 27. 33, 32 is a good number one age. Yeah. So I mean, days. we'll see also the longevity of, of uh, these guys playing the sport. You know, the guys are getting older and older and definitely right. able to uh, – Compete. You know, yeah, because I mean they're working out way more than um, these past tennis players have been, 
And, um, yeah, so hopefully they'll be in the sport for a long time. Other sports news, game five of the NBA Finals, Heat versus Lakers. And, dude, did you hear that they're going to be wearing the Mamba jerseys for game five, the Let's Lakers? Go. Go. So I can't imagine that they lose wearing Mamba jerseys no, in game five. They should, they should have no problem. I mean, do they were, like, not even playing that well in game four uh-huh. and still sort of, like, handled it. Yeah, what do you? What would you say um, for LeBron on the greatness o meter after he takes this title? I, I he's up there. I mean, people are talking crap about LeBron, saying that his era is not as great as the Michael Jordan era. It's not as great as the Bill Russell area, which is you know uh, maybe valid. But LeBron is just such a big dude. The guy's like six nine, two hundred and fifty pounds. In any era, it seems like a guy like his size would dominate. Uh, yeah, I mean that seems like a an interesting. Seems, it also criticism. seems like right. It also seems like a cop out because LeBron is going to be one of the greatest players of all time, better than Jordan. I don't know, but that Jordan documentary back in June really made me think differently on how good of a basketball player Michael Jordan is. Like people really forgot, and I think Michael Jordan was like, "All right, we got to put out this documentary after LeBron won his last title because people were low key sleeping." Well, dude, on I don't MJ. think that people forgot about MJ though. Well, I mean, people, like people, people who didn't really grow up watching MJ, I would, right, I right, can right. see how would would forget. Like maybe people who are like t- 25, 26, you know, they grew up kind of watching LeBron James, didn't really see Michael Jordan at all through their, right. you know, through their whole life. Right, but right, um, right. the people who are like around our age, maybe had a little bit of that sip of Michael Jordan back in the day. Yeah, I we definitely were in watched like middle school. Yeah, I watched like his second. His second go around, like his second three P, I was v- actively involved in that. I'm a little older than you, right? But did you did you did you mess with Space Jam? Are you excited I for Space it. Jam two with LeBron? I mean, yeah, it should be good. I know. I don't. LeBron. I, I LeBron. I think does a good job in not wanting to be compared to Michael He's Jordan. He's a better actor than Michael Jordan. You think so? Are you, what are you basing this? What was that movie? He's that in Trainwreck. Le- he was great. Oh yeah, with uh, Amy Schumer and Caroline Pyrus. Caroline Pyrus. Um, Has she been on the pod? She's not been on my pod. My ex-girlfriend from <laughs> from <laughs> high school, uh, age 17. Dude, I was actually... She's a great girl. Dude, you know what? I was actually talking about her one time. I was talking about the time when it was um, my sister's bat mitzvah. And, like, I broke up with Caroline, like, two days before my sister's bat mitzvah. And then the night of my sister's bat mitzvah, she went on a date with Adrian Grenier, the, the Vince from Entourage. And, dude, it was the, it was the worst bat mitzvah of my entire life. But I, we and this is, like, peak We're really Vinny not going to talk about that too much. This is peak Dude, Vinny he was Vinny Chase. Chase. He yes, was like, dude. Like, it, that happening today is way not, like, it's not anywhere. You can't anywhere. even compare it to anything. Now he's, like, an Uber pool riding, like, environmentalist dork. Right. Before, he was the fucking man. I don't even know what you can compare this to because, like, it was, like, season five of Entourage and it was my personal favorite show. And then I just couldn't watch. I still can't watch Entourage. What, 15 years later? He was 33. She was 17 years old. So I thought it was messed up on so many different levels. But, hey, power to both of them. Entourage Entourage didn't age well, man. If If you watch it now, it's, like, Kind of sucks. Is it like corny? It's maybe really, really, really corny. Like if you watch it now, when we were like, "Oh, that's sick," if yeah, you watch it. Yeah, yeah. If you watch it now, dude, you'd be like, "This is cringe." As dude, well. I rewatched like the first two episodes of OC. I felt the same way. Like Ryan Atwood and his dumb lines. Like Marissa's outside smoking a cigarette outside of Seth Cohen's house, and uh, she's like, "So who are you?" To Ryan Atwood, Ryan Atwood's like. 
whoever you want me to be. Oh I made me yeah. like chill, dude. There's just so, so many shows back in the day when I was like in eighth and ninth grade that I could not get enough at of that. Like now I'm a little bit cringe worthy too. Um, some shows that have lasted uh, through the through the what is it? The vault of time, I guess. Um, the Office, which I'm almost done with, and I just You're started, it? which is funny. And Breaking Bad. Yeah, I think those are like my two favorite shows. Breaking Bad. Of all time. Yeah, it's great. In terms of like series. I'm trying to think when it Breaking Bad ended. Not too long ago, right? No, I, no I'd say I, I'd say Breaking Bad could have ended in like 2014. We actually have, we actually have, excuse me, excuse me. We actually have a, um, a new producer over here, producer Katie, testing out, testing out the waters. Yeah. Um, but Katie's going to look up that stat for us uh, when Breaking Bad actually ended. Um, 2013? 2000, 2013. Oh, yeah, so it's been do, been done for uh, yeah. for a little bit, but still like great acting on the side of um, Brian Cranston. But the guy Aaron Paul, Jesse, in that show is one of one of the wor- one of the I don't want to say one of the worst actors I've ever seen, but one of the badder actors I've ever seen in terms of like Brian Cranston being literally an Academy Award winning actor in this show, and then having just some kid, some like crystal meth uh, head. Show. Do you, I mean, do you remember kind well, of the acting on, on that show? He's acting, though. No, but I, just, I, I feel like if you go back you don't and think you watch did, you the don't show, think he I don't was think he, no, I don't think he did a good job. I know he was acting, and I know he was a meth head and stuff, but there were just some lines that he was saying in the show that I was like, all right, man, like let's let's do that back. Let's run that back. All right, Vince Gilligan, you know, the creator of the show. I was like, come on, man. Like, like Brian Cranston just delivered a beautiful line. Then Aaron Paul, a.k.a. Jesse Pink, Pinkman, just delivered a line, and it was very subpar. Uh, so it, it's it, controver- it, it's a know, controversial opinion. I know, bro. Everybody loves Aaron Paul, and I don't get it. Everyone loves Jesse Pinkman. I definitely, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah. You, well, you liked Aaron Paul as an actor. I like, I, I didn't think I he don't, was good. I, listen, I don't, I don't want to be like, I don't like him as an actor. I mean, he's definitely not like a person that I'm like a fanboy about. Right. You know, and I definitely like didn't watch the show for him. Uh-huh. But I don't know. Well, uh, I guess speaking of fanboy, we can go to, we can quickly go to entertainment uh, briefly, Kanye West, the guy this morning said, uh, based on his finances, he's worth about five bill. So a lot of lot of cash. Um, Dude, nice and our boy. There. So we ha- we have a friend whose like family has a bunch of money, and he loves to like contest people's net worth. Right. He's like, oh, dude, they base that on a valuation. Of how much his company will gross over the next ten years. That's not he's not actually worth that much. Like he loves to say shit like that. That's what he would say to this. He would say that. And I have no idea if he's right or not, but yeah. I also don't care. He'll be like, Kylie Jenner's not that rich. I was just her tits of a bitch. For Dude, our, but it's for also our. like when a person is rich and then someone else is more rich than them, it I guess tends to grind their years. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like if anyone if Kanye West went up to Trump or he said it before, but if Kanye West outwardly to Trump was like, I'm richer than you. Like there's no way Trump would allow Kanye West to be, be richer than him. That. Yeah, he'd be su- he'd be super pissed about that. Um, but vote for Kanye if you don't support the other two candidates. Did you see the vice presidential debate? No, but uh, I, last I, night? obviously I, didn't I saw see the fly. It. I didn't see either. Yes, but I saw the fly, and <laughs> the fly super symbolistic of um, poop. I would say you know flies love shit. And uh, I think people were, were really eating that up. Yeah, people. And, uh, dude, I don't think that could be a coincidence. Could that be a coincidence? 
I mean, but <laughs> yes, well, <laughs> yes, it could. Ob- yes, obviously it could be a coincidence, <laughs> but like, you think how does that symbolism? happen? Yeah, man, that it has to be some. Crazy. It has to be some sort of symbolism. I saw a funny one. Like, you, you're, you've never seen the movie Psycho because it's too scary. But at the end yeah, of Psycho, no, way too scary. Spoiler alert: In Psycho, like, who's in that movie? Sorry, the fuck is his name? Uh, Anthony. Alfred Hitchcock made it, but it's Anthony. Uh, can you look it up for me? I think I can't believe I can't. Janet Lee, Anthony Perkins, yes. Oh, right, um, right, 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 okay. And he thinks that he's his dead mother. So, like, and you find that out at the end of the movie. There's this whole thing. <laughs> but at the end of the movie, there's a, par- a point where he's sitting in the interrogation room, and you hear his inner dialogue. And it's just him sitting there, and he's like, they'll never know what I did, or, like, some shit like that. And he goes, as a matter of fact, I wouldn't e- I'm not even going to move this fly. I'm not even going to hit this fly or something. And they did that meme for the Mike Pence thing. Oh, where they do a slow hilarious. zoom on him, and they put that like very clever. I Creepy. Thought. How long was that fly on uh, his head? Two minutes, dude. I bet you that his oh camp my were just like losing their minds. What it been? Hitting their head, dude. What is your excuse for that, though? I, I haven't heard you the Trump camp it, say dude. anything. Yeah, but no. But I mean, what is their excuse for after the fact? And they see the fly on the head for two minutes. There's no excuse. A fly just happened to get in the room and exa- land on his head. There's exa- no excuse. That's a good excuse right there. There's well, no excuse. You don't need no, to I have know, an excuse. but you're like, oh, yeah, the fly just happened to fly on his head. No, clearly Ruth, Beta, Ruth Ginsburg, oh, you know, put the fly on his head. Well, I mean, dude, I don't think that, the, you know, it was embarrassing and, like, probably ultimately not a good thing. I'd say not. Not a good thing. Yeah, Which is so funny, but like you know, he doesn't have to defend himself. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Because like, how are you going to defend yourself? He didn't do anything that? wrong. He's like, it's not like he's I. He's like, it's just a fly. It happens to everyone. Yeah, he's like, I didn't do. He wasn't I like committing treason or anything. It's just a well, fly. Yeah, well, not on camera, not during the debate. Hey, well, there you go. Um, this has been lingering for a little bit. You and I, both big rap fans, big tennis fans. Um, not a lot of us out there. That's true. But um. Tory Lanez, dude, finally got charged for shooting Meg he the did? Stallion in his in her foot. Do you see? Do you see this? He's facing twenty plus years. Wow. Uh, in prison, he's been ta- he's been dropping albums, been dropping songs, dropping names on songs, uh, talking shit to everyone who has been talking shit uh, about him in terms of him shooting uh, this other rapper, Meg the Stallion, who came up with the song WAP. Wet ass p word uh, with, with Cardi B, <laughs> but um, dude, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. What what could be a clearer version of this story, Tory Lanez? Please tell us. Um, yeah, I don't know. Apparently, like I I know as much as you know. He supposedly shot her. I have no idea why or how or what happened. <laughs> he said he was drunk, or he texted her. He, he was drunk. He was like, "Yo, my bad. I was mad weak last night." He was drunk, so he shot her. In the yeah, box. I mean, he was upset about what? <laughs> I you know what? I think it was just a classic. Um, a classic little fight between a guy and a girl who were hooking up because they were hooking up. But they, they were, were like, they were quietly hooking up. Yeah, um, just Julio just had a me. fly on his face, uh, but we got the window open over here, so that was a good excuse. Um, wait, uh, so yes, yeah, so they were hooking up quietly, and I think it just happened. Um, well, it happened in Miami, and I think it was just a classic man versus woman fight. Classic man shoot she, someone. She, That's she not got, well, she got out of the car. Started walking away. He wasn't happy with it. Shot his twenty-two, I believe, at her feet. Isn't a twenty-two like a? No, twenty-two is like a small uh, gun. This? No, I think yeah. I AK a is like a, this big. Isn't a twenty-two a rifle? 
Katie, can we look that up? Can we look? <laughs> can we look up a twenty-two? I thought a twenty-two was just like a hand pistol, right. whatever. Shot at her feet, and it's a pistol. pistol. Twenty-two shot at her feet and hit her, hit her in the feet, and then or hit her in the foot or both feet rather. I don't, I don't know was if it he was like one. dance. I don't know if it was one. Dude, dude, he said that. He did. He said dance. That's hilarious. Yeah, pretty sure he actually did say dance. Um, and now he came up with an album, came out with some music videos, and is just talking shit um on the label a lot of people not happy with him i'm not happy with him i thought he was doing quite well you know regarding his little instagram live videos that he was doing like uh tory lanes in quarantine i don't know if you remember that but um the guy was uh doing well and he thinks he missed out on probably about like 10 mil you know through this whole uh meg the stallion saga but that's what happens when you play with guns kids don't play with Guns. Don't shoot your girlfriend. Don't shoot your girlfriend or the girl you're hooking up with. Um, don't shoot. Rather. Don't shoot anyone. No. I don't say it. Yeah, I'd say uh, don't shoot anyone. Crazy ass story. Julia, do you have any crazy ass stories like that? Now, I know you did start a forest fire in Colorado years ago, but we've talked about that briefly. You want to just quickly, <laughs> I guess since I'm bringing it up, why don't we just quickly uh, revert back to how scared you were Um for probably, what was this, one of the top five craziest things that's ever happened to you? Pro- I mean, probably. I don't know. I was definitely scared, man. You know, you, uh, just long story short, I started a f- big fire. I got arrested. <laughs> uh, and, you know, the scariest part is kind of not knowing what's going to happen. Like, you know, you don't know what you're getting charged with yet. And you don't know if it's going to, like, affect you. I assumed, like, and I remembered this, like, every time a friend of mine who's, like, gotten arrested, they all think their life's over, and then it never is. Like, they always end up being totally fine. And, like, most of the time, not even having a record afterward. So I was like, hopefully something will be fine. But the thing that I was the most worried about was that I would have to pay a fine. I was afraid that I was going to have to pay, like... like a, a handsome fine. Like, 50 grand or something. Like, I had no idea how much it was, if I was going to get fined at all. And I ended up not getting fined. Right, so how did it start off again? You were just lighting fireworks off, basically, yes. like, in a... That's exactly how it started. F- far, like, a kind oh, of a dirt dude, patch. Dude, on the, on the side of the road. And you know what's funny? Like, for no reason, in the middle of the day, like, and these weren't even, d- there's, like, daytime fireworks, apparently. Like, I don't know that much about fireworks, obviously, starting fires with them. But, like, <laughs> there are daytime fireworks where they explode, and then, like, an army guy with a parachute pops out, like, like the toy, you know what I mean? But these were, like, nighttime fireworks. I was shooting them off in the day. There's no reason to be doing that. Um, and a fire started. But it's funny, this summer, I was actually back in that town that I did that in. I had to drive past, because I was doing a road trip again, and I had to drive through that town. It was pretty crazy to be back there. And then... I, I probably drove by the exact place where I did the fire. Right, and I remember you told me classic, like, anyone who, like, wants to go to jail, and it's like, oh, I just want to go to jail for, like, two weeks so I can get jacked. You, in fact, did bust was, out, like, 500-plus push-ups, push-ups in many, the cell. Quite well, a few. How long were you in the cell for? A couple hours. You must have busted out a bunch of sit-ups, or, or excuse me, push-ups, and then you were also watching the tennis channel. They you let me out of my cell, <laughs> and they allowed me to watch tennis. Like you're not a flight risk, like. and, and it wasn't even like a Grand Slam tennis tournament. You were just watching like I was watching your, Legends. Your, I was watching the like Senior Tour. So you watching MSG. like Jim Courier versus like McEnroe. Andre Agassi McEnroe versus McEnroe. I forgot who he was. It was it might have been McEnroe versus P- Philippoussis. Ooh, battle Flipper. of the yeah, battle, battle of the uh, old bangers. Well, yeah. that that's super exciting, man. I mean, dude, you know whatever. Live to tell the tale. I've only I'm trying to think of like if there are times where I've actually seen a gun. Like in part, like a handgun. 
And a couple of times, like I was at like a weird after hours party, and one of this guy there had a gun. You told like, me that. That like that like there's nothing to like vibe you out worse than like seeing a gun at like an after party. Like that's when you know you should have gone home hours ago. Right. Like nothing good happens after twelve o'clock. My mom always says that, and I'm assuming that was after twelve o'clock. This is like after four o'clock. This is like <laughs> really late, dude. Like you know, I would even argue twelve o'clock. You're still good, but right. I understand why a mom would say that. Um, but then I think I saw a gun one other time. Like some girl had a gun at this party for some reason. Like I don't know, hand like in her bag. And that was it. Those were my only encounters with seeing people have fucking gats. Bam, bam, bam. So Julio, you and I, um, I guess we're going on a little couples retreat uh, trip next weekend. I've I've told a few people who have been watching and listening. So more than a few people, obviously, that I I've kind of been seeing this girl. Um, she was on, well, I, I had spoken briefly about her on episode 14 when I was like, I love you. Is that weird? So that was like the title of the episode. And then, um, now wait, I what? guess the title, dude. So okay, when fine, I was, but wait, yeah, you, you said that I said that to her, dude, you like a you. long time ago. I said, mm-hmm. I love you. It was just like a friendly, I love when, you, but it was like a weird long time ago. when we were at Ricky Velez's wedding on the uh, episode 14. So like, this was in November. I had met this girl. I was talking to her for like five minutes and I was like, I love you. And she was like, what? And I was like, I don't know. And then I just, I disappeared. <laughs> wow. It was a pretty good move, That's man. Solid. And then look at me, uh, what, nine months later in the mix. 11, 10 or 11 months Fully later. in the mix. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm excited to, um, we're going to Long Island. It, it, it seems that way. Um, Julio and his girlfriend. And then my um, friend as well. So uh, we'll see, man. Yeah. Are you, are you nervous? No. I think it'll be, I think it'll be a good time. I like vaguely talk about this girl on the podcast too. I, I haven't dropped I haven't dropped her by name, but she has a little she has a little podcast. You've been on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good. You're little still, episode. We're slowly starting I've to narrow to down it. the yeah, possibilities. Yeah, yeah, but I, I I still think there's like it's pretty broad. People wouldn't really be able to um, guess. But um, who knows? Maybe one day, one day I'll uh, one day I'll name her. I don't know. So what we'll are we see. gonna do, bro? Bro, so I'm thinking we get there late Friday night. Um, you know, get there at 10, 30, 11, maybe watch a little tube till 1 a.m., wake up, hit brunch, and then apple picking. But, dude, I feel like wait, apple, apple picking, picking is what not do you mean? fun. Bro, wait, you didn't tell me this. No, apple I know. That's what I'm thinking. I'm spitballing oh, right you're now. Thinking I, yeah, I'm, picking. I'm thinking out loud. Like, dude, apple picking could be the worst activity. The Where is there a place to do that? worth it. Because you pick 10 apples and it's 60 bucks. I don't know. You go to like, um, Riverhead like, or well, yeah, like Riverhead or you go to like that one of those wineries. Maybe yeah, they'll have apples. Pick? I don't know. I don't Should we apple do. pick? I don't think that wineries ha- or like vineyards don't have apples, do they? Well, they don't. Ser- they they don't have. Well, they don't serve like they don't serve wine. I love how we're both looking at Katie over here. Yeah. Well, they b- they're both um like you can't really sit down and have wine at like a Wolfer's estate like when it's winter. So maybe they just put apples in the field to like compensate for it. I don't know. Okay, whatever. We're going to wake up. We're going to have brunch. Maybe hit the hot tub. Um, go on a little hike. You like hiking. We should go on a little hike. Could be fun. That'd be fun. And then I'm thinking cook dinner for, our, um, you know, have our girls cook us dinner Saturday night. Oh How does God. that sound? Does Does your girlfriend cook? Yeah. Co- like cooks for you a little bit? No. No. But like she'll cook and like do kind of whatever. But she she could, but she doesn't. Like she has a small kitchen. It's funny. She's actually... She's an interesting person because ju- she like I feel like most people who I know if they can do something you know about it. But she's one of those people <laughs> who she's like very competent in a lot of ways where I didn't expect her to be. 
Okay. But then all of a sudden, even though she's never cooked for me, she's actually a very good cook. And not for me. Like, I've never seen or heard of her cooking, really. But I, I've seen it a couple times now that we've been together for a while. And, like, they were just in random circumstances. Like, we went over to our buddy's house, and he's like, come over for dinner. And then, like, they had a bunch of salmon, and no one knew how to cook it. Which is, like, I know it seems like a pretty easy thing to cook. It so does. She, and so I, she was like, she was like, okay. And she it. banged it out and, like, made everybody dinner. Nice. Yeah. That's and a good touch. So she's like, she can do things if she has to. She's like, she's like she can be pretty good and hands-on. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that's a way to beat. That's a way well, to beat. I don't know how she's going to take me being like, all right, girls, you make us dinner now. Yeah. Well, she's I think, like, you know, I'll take the lead on that. I'll, I'll like, I'll slip it in there. Be like, so, I, so, Julio's girlfriend, I, I hear you're great at cooking. And then what's she going to be like? She's going to go, oh, you think I'm going to cook dinner for you? <laughs> is that what you're, well, th- is that what you're saying? Like, well, is that what you're saying? I guess. That would be nice. That would be nice if you decide to do that. Um, wh- I, I was watching some documentary on Netflix about cooking. I don't know. Cooking in the Chef's world. Table, man. Kissing the gr- Kiss the ground. Chef's table. What's that? This is the best food show that's ever been made. How is that? What are they I cooking mean, it on there? Vegan the stuff? Uh, no, but... But like a bunch of different shit, and it's a show that is like I don't like cooking shows, and it's a re- it's just like a beautiful show. It's like a great wow, show. Wow, nice, nice touch, nice words. So what they just cook and make it look as presentable as possible. No, they the just show? show they show a story about a show, uh, one of like a great chef for what in, in whatever field. Like typically, there's a theme for each season, um, but it'll just show like a great chef and it'll tell their story and show their food and their restaurant. And like shot and really like high resolution, like great. It's just like really well done. How really high production value. Nice. It's on Netflix. Good touch. So uh, check it out. Chef's Table. I have not uh, checked that out. I watched Kiss the Ground with Woody Harrelson. You you take a look at that yet? No, what's that? Basically, we're just, just talking about how um, with all the... Uh, with all the growing of like grains and corn and all this crap that we're growing and we're putting... Not pres- what GMO. are we putting? Yeah, GMO preservatives on the food, and it's really messing up uh, the CO two and the oxygen levels going back and forth through the I don't know some scientific shit that I'm I'm not I'm not well to speak about. Uh, but it's not just the slaughterhouses, and it's not just the uh, the carbon gases that is messing up our environment. Whatever that sounds way too scientific, but um, you know we got to do better as um. As as we know, do you also did you see like glaciers falling in Alaska? Like, what what does it look like up there in one of the coldest places in uh, North America? Well, it was the fall still, but their fall is over. Like first week of September, their fall is over and it's winter. It's winter like eight months out of the year, and then the other four months are spring, summer, and fall combined. Um, but it wasn't like the glaciers were just like falling. But they were saying that like you know, glaciers are melting and. All that, all that stuff that we already know about. So, um, kind of moving about uh, COVID times, are you feeling more comfortable um, living your day to day life as COVID is still a thing? You know, obviously, yeah, a little bit. Ob- obviously, like we're in a different mindset that w- than we were like March thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, whatever. So, how many months ago was that? It was seven, almost seven months ago now. I'd say like humans themselves are like more in a comfortable state, but. It's just going to be interesting to see when restaurants will really, you know, come back strong and when apartment rents will go back to normal. Because it just seems like in Manhattan, uh, like producer Pat is looking for an apartment right now. And, you know, he, he's having a, a pretty easy time, but it's just like a matter of 
finding the right job and then being able to actually move into that apartment because there's only so many jobs that you could apply for that like you go in and are going to be in the office like every day you know like the kid is working remote so uh we'll so see so what ends staying? up with him no man that's it you know that's i haven't told you guys yet you know i didn't bring it up on the on the top of the episode but it's looking like producer pat is probably going to be um moving out of the city so i'm not 100 percent sure how we're going to move forward with the podcast but the kid is going to be part of ted jones world as long as we as long as we can have him yeah i know he has his apartment until the end of the month. And then he's kind of got to regroup and figure out uh, where he's going to move. If he's going to go back home, but we were doing podcasts via zoom for right. a number of episodes, which is, um, which is super fun. And we've had um, a ton of good guests yourself included. So uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how that turns out. But the kid is always welcome here. And we have producer Katie helping us out over here on the right side, sitting in the tan chair. She's throwing up deuces. So Julio, um, <laughs> Before we wrap this up here, and we always appreciate you coming on the Ted Jones World Podcast, you want to give us um, you want to give us something interesting that happened uh, to your day. Anything interesting happened this week? Anything weird happened? Um, you know, your girlfriend's not pregnant or anything. Any news you want to share with us? Uh, I mean, dude, I'm just trying to live my old life. You know, it's hard. Wow, it's like weird to be back in the city now because at first, like. COVID felt like a vacation. Oh, my God, it did. Like, it was dude. weird, and it sucked, but at least it was like a vacation. Like, we got to take a little pause from our lives and just relax and wait. And now, you know, that time has passed, and, like, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to, like, live my life again, to a degree at least. So now it's like I'm I'm living here, and I'm working, and I'm, I'm almost back to what things were like before, minus, like, the entertainment industry being shut down and not being able to do comedy regularly. Like, my day-to-day is, like, sort of, kind of becoming sort of similar, but, like, the gym sucks. Like, you need to wear a mask, and you can't go to bars. And, like, it's, like, New York without any of the fun, which kind of sucks. So it's an adjustment, but um, it's all right, and I'm sure it'll be, you know. I I find myself kind of wanting lockdown number two. As bad as I know that that will be for the city, it's like you said initially. It was kind of like a vacation, Mm. Um, especially from, like, the months of, like, March – you know, 15th or whatever to like June 15th. Like that was a full vacation. I felt like where people were freaking out, even wiping down groceries Yeah. to the point where I feel like people aren't really wiping down groceries anymore. 20 seconds, washing your hands, forget about it. It's 10 seconds now. Um, so I think people are kind of getting more used to COVID and moving around throughout COVID. But by the way, dude, have you gotten your flu shot? I got my flu I shot. Got it yet. Dude, they say it's I the most important it flu shot i got mine at cvs it was um it was pretty quick producer katie over there you get your flu shot she did all right yeah, good we wouldn't let her in here without that yeah you should um but i recommend everybody listening get your flu shot now whether or not you're going to get that covid back covid19 vaccine um i'd say if fauci says it's cool to get i'd get it if donnie t says it's good to get um i'd still wait for fauci to come through and say that um, it's okay because I just I feel like there's going to be a vaccine that um, Donnie T will be pushing within like the next upcoming weeks before the election. And um, I also don't know who's going to win this election. And if it goes one way, I could see I can see a lot of people being upset. And if it goes another way, I could see a lot of people being upset. But um, school closures and teachers not feeling safe right now in schools is like a big, I think a big talking point just in terms of like 
really kind of, uh, I don't know, killing the virus, man, if, if that's possible. We were doing so well for so long, and then now school's coming back, so um, I don't really know we where we are at. What can you, what would you say would be the worst position to be in as, like, a student or a person in terms of, like, um, COVID area? Would it be, like, a senior in high school, senior in college, uh, middle schooler? What do you think? I don't know. I know that they're saying the, like, little kids, like, school is the most important or something as far as for your, like, development. Um, obviously, it would suck to have to go to, co- like, be in college and not get to, like, live college normally. Um, but I don't know. You know, it sucks in general for everybody. Um, but, you know, obviously it's unique for school and stuff as well. But, you know, as long as you can stay healthy, I guess, like, it's uh, not that bad. Yeah, I know. So uh, we'll see. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening and watching here. TJW number 58. Producer Katie, thank you so much from the tan chair over there. We really love it. And Julio Gallerati, thank you so much. It's your fourth time on this podcast, and we'll have you on four times a million more times. We really appreciate (laughs) it, pal. Everybody, thank you so much. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, Tell your friends. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Ted Jones messed with the wrong melon farmers. Ted Jones, I also call him the eighth wonder of the real estate world. Ted Jones, who knows, you know, it could be. Ted Jones? The Ted Jones World Podcast.